Hey y'all, welcome to Unapologetic Faith. I'm your host, Sonya Taylor. I'm a wife, mom, registered nurse, and transformational life coach. After getting serious about my walk with Christ, I had this overwhelming feeling to share the word of God, but not only to share it, but to explain it in my own unique way where people could actually relate to it because that was once my struggle. What I did not expect was to get a little opposition when I started sharing my faith. But for me, that just kind of added fuel to my fire. As a result, I have gotten more bolder and more confident and fearless about sharing my faith. If you have a desire to grow your relationship with God, understand his word, and be bold and confident and fearless in your walk with Christ, Unapologetic Faith has you covered. Let's get started. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Unapologetic Faith. Has anyone ever felt like, I want to do right? but I keep doing wrong. Well, if you have ever felt this way, please make sure you listen to this episode all the way to the end. I promise you, you are going to understand why you feel the way you feel and also what to do about what you what you feel. So I just want to start by saying that a lot of people think that when you become a Christian that you automatically, like you start living or being this perfect person. But if you have been the same way all of your life, it's going to take some time to become this new person. What I'm talking about is sanctification, which is the process of becoming um, like Christ. That is a lifelong process, and it does not happen overnight. And so a lot of people get discouraged and they turn away from Jesus or they turn away from God because they feel like they have to be this perfect person. And you don't have to be this perfect person. What God wants you to do is he wants you to be righteous. And I'll get into that in a, in a little bit. But there is a reason why you have sinful thoughts and you want to act upon those thoughts. It's because we all have a sinful nature. And that's not what I say. That's what the word says. And each and every person that's born on this earth, we're born into sin. And so therefore you have a sinful nature. But the thing is, that's why it's so important for us to not only come to Jesus, but to actually stay close to him so that we receive the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is your advocate, your guide, your comforter. The Holy Spirit is the person that convicts you when you want to do something wrong so that you stop. And then if you do do something, you repent for that thing that you did or that sin that you committed. And so I really hope by the end of this episode that somebody like understand and they get it like, oh, I don't have to be a perfect person. No, you don't have to be a perfect person, but you have you do have to be righteous. And this is not an episode where I'm going to tell you, hey, it's OK for you to sin because, hey, I can just repent. If you fully understand what repentance means, then you won't keep doing what you you won't continue to sin. And so repentance means not only like a change of heart, but it's a change of mind a change in direction, and a change in behavior. So you can't just say it with your mouth and then you keep doing the same thing over and over again. And I'm going to show you in scripture where Paul talks about how he wanted to do right, but he kept doing wrong um, or he kept wanting to do wrong. And I just want everyone to keep in mind that we are all human 
beings. God made us, it, the Bible says that God made us in human beings in his image. And so we are part human, which is, which means that we are part flesh. And so you are always going to have you're going to wrestle with what your flesh wants to do versus what God wants you to do. And so if you go to Romans 7, verse 14, it talks about struggling with sin. <laughs> He's talking to believers who are struggling with sin. And he says, um, in verse 14, he says, so the trouble is not with the law for it is spiritual and good. The trouble is with me, for I am all too human, a slave to sin. I don't really understand myself, for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. But if you know what, but if, but if I know that what I am doing is wrong, this shows that I agree with the law, that the law is good. So I am not the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. I just read Romans 7 verse 14 through 17. Paul says it right there. I want to do wrong, but something in me makes me want to continue to do the wrong thing. I'm sorry. I think I said that right. Yeah, I want to do right, but something inside of me keeps me from doing the right thing. Is the sinful nature. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and, and read a little bit further. And it says, and I know that nothing good lives in me. That is in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. But if I do what I don't want to do, I'm not really the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. He goes on to say, I have discovered this principle of life, that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with all my heart, but there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to sin that is still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? And he gives the answer, y'all. Thank God the answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So you see how it is in my mind. I really want to obey God's law. But because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. And I love the explanation that my study Bible gives. And I'm just going to read it. And it says, we feel great tension in our daily Christian experience. We face conflict because we agree that God's commands are right and good, but we cannot carry them fully, carry them out fully on our own. And that is the key, y'all. You cannot do it by yourself. And I know that there's somebody who's listening. Maybe you've even said it yourself or either you've heard somebody else say it. When I get right, then I'm going to go to God. You will never get right on your own. You cannot. You cannot. There is no way. The key is to go to Jesus and ask for help. And that is the thing that people, the simple, one of the simplest things that you can do that people 
don't actually do because they're afraid of God. And if you're afraid of God, which we're supposed to have a fear of God, but what it's talking about is we're supposed to we're supposed to have a respect for God, not like be scared of him. But so many people fear going to God, the person that they're supposed to go to and confess their sins to, um, for some reason. You feel like you can't go to him. But I want to tell you that you can. And I want to share with you an example of a person. And I probably mentioned him in several other podcasts. And I will probably mention him in some more. But David, if you look at David, David did one of the greatest sins. He sinned. He committed adultery. He sinned one time, though. He committed, well, he committed adultery. He got the lady um, pregnant and then he killed her um, husband to try to cover it up. And, but he didn't continue on sinning. And nobody ever really talks about that. Like he did sin, but he didn't continue to sin. He didn't practice it. Which brings me to um, the next thing that I wanted to talk about. Well, let me finish giving you the explanation of what it says um, in my study Bible. And it says that um, as a result, we are painfully aware of our sin. The inward struggle with sin was real for Paul as it is for us. So this is Paul, the person who um, who was an apostle. He's saying, I struggle with sin. So if that doesn't give anybody revelation right there, I don't know what what will. Like he was a um, faithful person, but he's saying, I struggle with sin. And it says, um, from Paul, we learn what to do about it. Whenever he felt overwhelmed by the spiritual battle, he would return to the beginning of his spiritual life, remembering how he had been freed from sin by Jesus Christ. When we feel confused and overwhelmed by sin's appeal, let us claim the freedom of Christ, claim the freedom Christ has given us. His power can lift us to victory. Hey, if you're a new believer and you just don't know where to start studying your Bible, listen, I got you covered. I created a really simple and easy to understand Bible study guide. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes to download it. Enter your name and email address. It's just that simple. Please don't miss out. Um, Download your free study guide today. If you're struggling with sin, just go to Jesus. He's the answer. He is the answer. And again, I just want to say the simplicity of of doing that. Like Jesus talks about it all the time to, to come to him. And he says, anyone who believes, all you have to do is believe. If you for believe, if you believe and you and I've said this, I remember saying this, saying this in another um, episode, is that all you have to do is confess it with your mouth and believe it in your heart and you will be saved. And when you are saved, when you have that faith, your faith is supposed to produce a corresponding action. And that action in this case would be repentance, repentance um, for what you've done. Asking God for forgiveness and not continuing to do 
um, whatever it is that you've been doing. Yes, the Bible acknowledges that we have a sinful nature, but it also tells you what to do about it. And that is the part that people don't um, realize or either they realize it and then they don't do what they're supposed to do. And I'm going to tell you, tell you this. This is not a, oh, it's okay for me to just go about sinning and doing whatever I want to do because I believe in Jesus and he's going to forgive me. And I'm going to tell you why. And I'm also going to show you in scripture. And again, please make sure you go back and study and meditate on anything um, that I've mentioned in these podcasts. Go read it for yourself and see it in black and white for yourself. Okay, so if you go to 1 John 3, verse 9, it says, Those who have been born into God's family do not make a practice of sinning because God's life is in them. So they can't keep on sinning because they are children of God. And so what this means is, notice the word that I picked up on was practice. And again, this is why it's so important to look up words, even if you might know the meaning of the word, still look it up. And so when you look up the word practice, practice means to keep doing something over and over again. Like, you know, if your children plays sports, they go to practice. They do that over and over and over again. So hence, sin versus mistake. A mistake is a mistake. But sin This is what God is saying, that if you keep on practicing, meaning if you keep on doing that thing, then you really don't belong in his family. And not only that, in Hebrews 10, 26, it says, dear friends, if we deliberately continue sinning after we have received knowledge of the truth, there is no longer any sacrifice that will cut. That will cover these sins. So basically, it's saying that if you continue to sin, deliberately mean sin. And deliberate means intention. You have an intention on doing something, which is, again, a mistake is just going to happen. But if you deliberately say or do the thing and keep practicing it, then there's not going to be... um any sacrifice that will cover those sins. And remember, Jesus is the sacrifice, y'all. Deliberate means done consciously and intently. And I want to give an example of that because I think it will make more sense um, when I explain it by giving an example. So let's just say um, you go to a concert. And, you know, a lot of people get upset about people being in their seats. And before you even get to your seat, if somebody's in my seat, I'm going to do blah, 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 blah. That's not a mistake. That means you have already set your intention. You've already said what you're going to actually do. And the thing is, if you keep doing things like that, all you're doing is putting into practice where somebody who made a mistake, who and I'll give this example and just to be very transparent, like who has never like stomped their toe? Like if you stomp your toe, you might say a word that you wouldn't usually say. Or um I can't really think of an, another example right at this moment, but sometimes words do slip out. 
and you don't mean to say that some of the things you say, but if you like recognize, oh, wait a minute, I, I should have said that. Um, let me just correct that God and, and just confess it to God. Cause that's the one thing that is key. Confessing everything, any and every little thing to God. Confess it and move on. And then the other thing that I wanted to, um, share with you is, um, Hebrews 29. And if you don't listen to anything else that I say as a believer, please listen. Hebrews 10 29. It just it says, just think how much worse the punishment will be for those who have trampled on the son of God and have treated the blood of the covenant, which made us holy as if it were common and unholy and have insulted and disdained the Holy Spirit who brings God's mercy to us. So basically it's saying that, you know, Jesus died on the cross for your sins. But you you continue to sin, deliberately sin, and you keep on practicing, even though you know the truth now, then it's not a mistake. It's blatant, flat out sin. And I hope that what somebody gets from this podcast is that what if you're doing anything that you know you shouldn't be doing, stop right now and repent and ask God for help to help you to stop doing those things. Pray, pray, stop trying to do um do it on your own. Ask God to help you. God, I need help. I have been doing this thing and I know that we all have a sinful nature. I want to stop, but I cannot stop. I need your help, God. Help me not to continue doing this, to keep sinning against you and Jesus. And there you have it. Um, I have explained to you why you may feel like you want to do right, but you still do wrong. Um, I've told you what to do about it and um, how you can pray. And so you cannot continue to say, well, I didn't know. And here's the thing. I think we all just from a baby, if you think about a baby, a baby knows when they do something wrong. You can tell them, "Uh -uh -uh -uh, don't do that. And then they'll try it again and they'll be looking at you while they're doing the thing, knowing that they're not supposed to be doing it. And I think we all are born with that in us. So we know right from wrong. We know right from wrong. We know when we're doing something right. We know what, when we know when we're doing something wrong. Because remember, God made us in his image. He put that in, in, in I believe he put that and instilled us, instilled that inside of us, um, from when we were born. So don't keep on saying it, y'all. Don't keep on doing it. And I know this topic is not the most, it's definitely not one of my favorite top, topics to talk about. But again, I know that I was wondering the same thing. And I know there's somebody else out there who's wondering, like, you know, what if I have done these things? Like, will God forgive me? Yes, he will forgive you. But you got to confess it. You got to repent, ask for his forgiveness. And then you just got to stop doing the thing. Again, repentance means a change of mind, a change of heart, um, and a change of, in direction and a change in behavior. And if you've been sinning all your life, you're going to need a lot of help. But that's all right. God got you.
but you got to come to him. You got to come to him. And when you come to him, you got to stay close. You got to get in your word and read your word. When you accept that, when you accept Jesus and you receive the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is going to let you know when you do something wrong. And when the Holy Spirit lets you know that you've done something wrong, that's your your immediate response should be, okay, I need to confess this. Remember, God corrects those he loves. If he ain't correcting you, <laughs> I don't know what to say. He corrects those he loves. Correction is not a bad thing. I don't God does not condemn us. Romans 8 1 says there's no con- condemnation for those who belong to Christ. So God does not want to condemn you. He wants you to come to him. He wants you to confess your sins so that you can be forgiven. And he says that he removes them as far as the east is as from the west. I don't know how far that is exactly, but that's it sounds like a long ways to me. And so you shouldn't be walking around feeling guilty or feeling ashamed because God is forgiving you. And don't worry about what other people know about you or what other people think about you. Because here's the thing. People who want to expose anything that you've ever done in your life, what they want to do is they want to control the narrative of what people think about you. You know, you know that God has forgiven you. You know that you confessed your sins. Don't worry about it. And really, all it does is exposes who they are and who they belong to. And if they don't if they don't belong to God, then, you know, there's only one else um, alternative. I'm just saying. (laughs) So thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, Please make sure you download um, the episodes and subscribe to the show if you haven't. And also share it with somebody. Share share it with somebody who really does not know um, what a sin is versus a mistake. Because there's a lot of people out there that really don't know. Alrighty, that's it. Um, again, thank you guys for listening and make sure you tune in to next week's episode. Bye.